Gentlemen, please raise your right hand and repeat after me. Oh, sorry. I <laughs> state your name. I state your name. name. Do solemnly swear. Do solemnly, solemnly swear that I will faithfully entertain the listener. That I will faithfully entertain the listener of the Bacon Cell Podcast. Of, of the Bacon, Bacon Cell, Cell Podcast. And will to the best of my ability. Uh, and will to the best of my ability. Preserve, protect, and defend. Preserve, protect, and defend. This is really good. The discussion of the pot. This, the discussion of pop culture topics. The discussion, discussion of, po- uh, uh, the discussion of pop culture topics. <laughs> Congratulations. You have been sworn in. Okay. So we're now sworn in. Yes, congratulations. So let, the, let the swearing begin. That was, by the way, I looked it up. Wait, that we is, swore? <laughs> yes. Family <laughs> friendly. On the podcast. <laughs> uh, no, that was actually, uh, obviously, a take on the presidential oath, but uh, you guys are now officially sworn in. This should be a thing for people that uh, come on the show, maybe guests. That was really lively. I don't know how the rest of the show is going like, to match can, up can to that make, level of energy. <laughs> can we make, make uh, Miss Beckinsale swear in like that, too? Sure. Someday, you know? Why I think, not? I think that's a good plan. Welcome to Beckinsale, everyone. I'm Joel. <laughs> I'm Kent. And Jacob. And uh, Jacob. What are we talking about? The election. You know, I just no, 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 yeah. no. Big no. and Cell does not do politics. Oh. I think we said that in we the don't. beginning. I think there I, might have been some mis- misunderstanding, guys, because I thought this was all about the election. No, no right? No. no. In fact, we, we have debates on the show. <laughs> yes. But not that kind. And in fact, uh, I've put these gentlemen under strict oath previous to the podcast that we're not going to mention certain people during this podcast. Oh, because candidates? No, we're not talking about them. Oh. Because uh, I think we're all sick of hearing about them personally. I don't know who you're talking about. People run away from those kind of things because they want to come. They want to come to us for levity, for enjoyment. I actually shared a uh, semi-political Facebook post yesterday. It was, it was actually that? just a you know, funny YouTube video about. It was actually a duet of, okay. of right. certain politicians, right? Thinking, <laughs> which you won't name. <laughs> yep, not allowed. <laughs> thinking, hey, people can enjoy this because no one cares for certain politicians. Oh, I saw that duet. That's and, awesome. And nobody, nobody even liked it. I was like, oh, I'm going to delete that off the feed. No one cares. Wait, okay, oh, I, wait, I liked wait, it, but so I you, saw it like a month post, ago. How long did you wait before you said no one liked it? Uh, about uh, thirty minutes. So is it the, no, rom- even now it only has four likes. The romantic du- duet is that the one? That no, you did? it's not the romantic duet. Oh, okay, okay. It's more of a rap battle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the anyway. epic rap battles of history. No, oh no. But uh, we decided we were going to dip our toes into politics, sort in, of, in the way that Bacon Sale does. It is. It's a Bacon Sale twist on politics. Because we, we when we said we wouldn't talk about sports, but we have talked about sports <laughs> on two different podcasts. Wait, was that a thing? Was that a promise? Did we say no sports at all? I don't, I, I, I don't remember quite like that. I think we said kind of at the beginning, like sports and politics and finances. I think we were like sports would be a bad idea because then you guys would look bad. I think that was the idea. But we looked great. But instead, you looked great as always, you know, (laughs) especially Joel. Thank you. (laughs) Wait a minute. Thank you, Jacob. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Ken, you were there too. (laughs) Yes. But uh, so we are going to talk politics today, but we're going to talk about politics in our own way. Jacob, you want to explain a little bit about it? I would love to explain. So what we're going to do is elect (laughs) our own president... Yes. Vice president. Yes. First lady. Yes. Anybody else? Not from me. Not from you. Can't went a little crazy. I did, but then I ice scaled it back because I didn't want to go crazy on this so show. So we're okay. picking, hold on, we're picking famous characters. Yes. Not yes. necessarily famous, but at least characters. I don't know who you <laughs> picked, actually. So from movie, from movies and from TV. Mine's from The Prisoner. That so is. not not entirely famous, Shh. a little bit hipster. <laughs> it's number six. Is that the one with the white ball that goes... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we had certain criteria that these candidates for our fictional presidency needed to meet. They had to be, first of all, a fictional character. Can't mm-hmm. be a real character. Number two, it had they had to be a politician or of some sort of whole, some sort of government office. Precisely, because we couldn't just pick. Oh, you know, I want to pick 
Captain Malcolm Reynolds for president, which would be awesome. It'd be awesome. But he's not a politician, so we couldn't include them. And so we have president, vice president, and first lady. Excuse me while I scratch something off of my list real quick. (laughs) You. And we do have a couple little twists in this as well. Do we? Which we'll get to once we're there. Yes. So it should be interesting. We're we're pretty much there. So we're picking the best, and then we're going to start with that, and then we're going to go to the worst selections. So our dream president, vice president, and first lady. Dream fictional presidency. And then also the biggest nightmare we could possibly think of. Yes. That's a great way to say it. And that's where we're going to leave it. We're not mentioning mentioning the current No, we're not talking about any real candidates Good luck making a worst nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Jake, Uh, we're holding you to it. All right, Joel, you want to kick us off? Yes, I do. What, so, do, you, what do you want first? What do you Which want, you want best or worst first? I want president first. So best No, president. no, I take it back. I take it back. Let's start. We're going to go with best for sure. Let's go ahead and, and move up. Let's start with vice. So my pick for best... Oh, we, we should bring up some sort of... We should bring up the, twi- the, little, the little twists at this point. Yeah. Because uh, when, we name our vice, when we name our president, we're also going to name the scandal that's going to be associated with our president. Because every president has some sort of scandal. Yes. Seems to be. Then we're gonna with the vice president. We're going to name the, like a nickname or a reputation because they always seem to get kind of this one note thing going on. You, you can think of examples in your own time because we're not yeah. mentioning real candidates. And then with the first lady, uh, we are discussing their agenda because all of them, you know, they'll have agendas that they push as they're in. It's not really office as they're in the White House, I guess. But uh, yeah, I'll go ahead now. So my pick for vice president is Laura Roslin from Battlestar Galactica, played. By Mary McDonald. Former Secretary of Education, Laura Roslin. That's the one. Um, so let me give you a background in case you don't know. Uh, I think this person might be on Ken's list. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so uh, let, me, let me give you a little background here. So Battlestar Galactica. Roslin was a school teacher, and then she entered politics uh, under the mayoral, mayoral administration of Richard Adar. And then when Adar started to run for president, she, had, she kind of got dragged along into his campaign and was appointed as Secretary of Education. She was Secretary of Education when the Cylon attack happens. This is all first episode. And we will, we will be spoiling some things. I, I have to clarify. Easily. This is going to be, we're, we're just going to be discussing uh, movies and television so shows. So for now, Battlestar, Battlestar Galactica, spoilers. Spoiler alert for Battlestar Galactica. So the Cylon attack hits, and she finds out that she is the, well, she's uh, the 43rd official in the line of succession. She was 43rd. That's what it says Everyone here. died. 42 people died the whole to make planet president. Got, yeah, basically. And then she's the highest ranking government official left and is thus uh, has become the new president. And she doesn't want to be. Like, this is not something she's aspired to. And so if there's a few bumps at the beginning when she's trying to kind of, you know, find her way and things like that. Like, Commander Adama at the beginning doesn't really recognize her authority, but near the end he relies on her. Like, they're almost in a relationship at that point, but it's just like this very respectful relationship. But she basically rebuilds human civilization. She does a census at the beginning, gets everyone organized. She has to make some very tough decisions. In, uh, for example, they're being trailed by the silence, and she realizes that one of the ships is probably uh, like has a tracking device or something like that on it. And she has to make the hard call to destroy the ship with people on it so they can get away from the Cylons. And she does it. She also will throw people out of airlocks if needs be. She's not, uh, you know, she, she draws that hard line of just like, You've reached this point. We've got to do something with you. Throw them out an airlock. And she's a fighter. She's a survivor. She actually battles cancer for most of her administration. And then when her term was over, she became a school teacher again. She, she's very humble. And uh, Do you want to marry this woman? <laughs> she's, I know what's going on here. Well, I was going to say, in case, you don't, in case you don't know who she is, uh, uh, Mary McDonald. She was, the vice, uh, she was the first lady in Independence Day, actually. Yes. 
Oh, um, really? Yeah. And she does a great job on this show. And so I'm just giving a little, little background as to why I chose her, because she is a good leader. She holds people together. She's a great support system for Commander Adama, and she's obviously, I think, one of the best politicians on TV. I think the reason Battlestar Galactica works, oh man, we are starting the show off mentioning Battlestar Galactica. This is a big problem. (laughs) That is a troublesome (laughs) spot, honestly. (laughs) You have have this president who's assuming this power. She has no idea what she's doing. Meanwhile, this general knows exactly what to do in this situation. Yes. The only survivors are only surviving because of the Battlestar. Yes. And so it should be martial law, actually. And so the, the, the show makes you question, well, he's definitely right, but maybe she's got some good points. Yeah. And, and you know, who's more right? Yeah. And it's a battle throughout. It is a battle star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, the, right. I was going to say she's a great character and her nickname or reputation, she is very religious. She's a devout religious person and she believes uh, in the, I think, I can't remember if if she's this, the one God or the plural gods, I can't remember what it is, which one she is. I think originally it's the plural gods because it's the, Oh my gosh. Oh, this no, so like these Cylons yes. who believe in the <laughs> one true God. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But uh, also since she's battling cancer, I think she'd get a label as a uh, druggie as well, because a lot of people call it for her use of Kamala and uh, things like that. So it's pretty fracking crazy. <laughs> I don't know if we can say frack on the show, <laughs> pal. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's let's keep going. That's a great choice. I'm actually shocked that you didn't pick any movie presidents. Like, for example, President Whitmore from Independence Day. Right. Because you often profess how much you love his speech. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. I don't know what, don't Is know he what okay? that was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure that was. That, no, that was him on Independence Day Resurgence trying to do his own oh. speech. So sad. So sad. Moment of silence for that franchise. But yeah, I I went through and I'm like, there are so many great movie presidents. Um, President Morgan Freeman, for example. Yeah. Well, wait. (laughs) No, we're talking vice presidents. Was that your vice? He's advice. He started in vice. Were you not paying attention? I wasn't paying attention because I was about to read my president. That's what I was confused. You said said, uh, Bill Pullman, and I'm like, he was president. All right. I'm glad I'm on the same page now. (laughs) Literally. Ken has pages printed out because he hates trees and America. Joel style pages. All right, Ken, let's hear your vice. My vice president, his name is Eddard Stark. Ned for short. You're going to put a Stark as vice president? I am putting the hand <laughs> in the hand of the president. What is this mystical wizardry of internet? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Look, this is clearly a fantastical sort of poll or it choice. Is, or it is. is Ned Stark? You know, is, that, is that Sean Bean? It's Sean Bean. Okay. Yeah. And, and I set mine in the future, so obviously, you know. You can set yours in the past. Some of mine are in the future, some are in the present, some are in the past. This isn't even in the past. His is in nowhere. No, it's real. Oh, how <laughs> dare, dare you, real. sir? How dare you? Oh, sorry. No, that's, that's actually, can, can I just bump in oh, for yeah, a second? Oh, yeah, go right ahead. One of the most intriguing things about Game of Thrones is the fact that you think it's a straightforward kind of medieval thing, and all of a sudden there's magic and dragons, and it's too late. You're already pulled in. You're like, what? 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 This is a mystical world? What happened? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the most grounded, the, char- the most grounded character, the one with the most integrity is Ned Stark. Agreed. In this entire story. He is the Rorschach of Game of Thrones. We will be spoiling some Game of Thrones. Oh, spoilers things. for Game of Thrones. It's season one. Yeah, he, season one. He is so honest. Yeah. That when he is basically VP. He loses his head about how honest he is. Oh my gosh. He's Hand of the King <laughs> at the time. And the King. Explain what Hand of the King is. Hand of the King is vice president. There you go. He, he helps make all the choices in the small councils and, and whatnot. And the president and, is not a fool. He's just foolhardy. He's very foolhardy. 
Just a drunkard. So he's the voice of reason to this kind of out of, con- not out of control. He's not the mad king, but exactly. he's darn close. But the king's family is very, very corrupt. And we may kind of go into this in just a little bit, but they're corrupt. There's a lot of nepotism in the strangest possible way. <laughs> is that a good way to describe that? Yeah, nepotism. On this show, let's just call it nepotism. <laughs> nepotism? Yeah. Uh, let's just in- call it that. Some intense nepotism. <laughs> So <laughs> that was my band's name in college. <laughs> we That's are great. intense nepotism. <laughs> but this guy, he actually. So when the king actually dies in the first season, Ned finds Spoiler. out that the the soon to be king should actually not be the king because he is uh, illegitimate. And you're being very good here. Kids. I'm doing my best. He's <laughs> illegitimate, and so he actually goes to this 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 kid and Cersei, this evil evil woman, and says, "I know the truth." Uh, you can just uh, tell me that you don't want to be king now because I'm going to make sure the king goes to the right person. Right. And she says, that's a great idea. How about we kill you? And he's like, oh, dang it. I wish I wasn't so honest. Yeah, the dialogue's not great in Game of Thrones, <laughs> as we noticed. That's, it doesn't really match the time. <laughs> oh, dang me. <laughs> um, but so Sean Bean even said this of his character, and I think this nails it. He says, he's a good man trying to do his best in the middle of corruption. He's a fish out of water. And that, if you've seen Game of Thrones, you know that's the case. Because everyone is dirty. Everyone is dirty. And he has gills. It, yeah. and he's, I mean, that kind of puts yeah. it right on the nose. But <laughs> He's used to being up north in Winterfell because he's Lord of, Lord of the North, Lord of Winterfell, mm-hmm. where people are pretty straight and pragmatic. And he comes down to the place where people are playing games and backstabbing. He's a principled man who tries to hold things together. This is a journey that he makes where ultimately, ultimately his loyalty causes his downfall. He's reading this because he prepared a statement. <clears throat> See that? <laughs> that, that's all. I mean, that's all I want to say. <laughs> no, but why is he qualified to be vice president? He, like, you've given a good kind of backstory. It's like his history, but why is he qualified to be a vice president? He, because he stands by everything. Like, sometimes the president can be a little wishy-washy, kind of flip-flop. I think you need a really good vice to fall back on. So you've chosen a crappy president so that Ned Stark can take care no, of him? No, uh, my, my president is a little bit more human. I think Ned Stark is least human because he there's it's just black or white. There is no gray for Ned Stark. And to a fault. Like, yes. really, he's going to do the right thing, whether it costs him his life or not. He's going to do the right thing in so much that the, the embarrassment that follows him is actually he may have an illegitimate child of his own. Mm-hmm. And he never really denies it. And oh. it follows him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but here's the twist. You ready for the twist? Yes. Come on, baby. The opposing party. I kept waiting to hear the twist. Let's do the Let's twist. Let's do the twist. <laughs> I go. was watching too. Ooh, yeah, I'm glad that was taken care Take of. Take me by my little hand. The opposing party. <laughs> and go like this. <laughs> kidnaps Ned Stark. Oh. And they cut off his head. Oh. Wait, there's a story? He, he goes, he went kind of crazy on this one. So, Joel, what happens when the vice president dies? Could you tell us, please? I actually found out uh, in my research, in actual <laughs> historical political things. There we go. <laughs> that sounds really serious. Yes, it did. But no, I did research. And apparently if, if the president dies, there is a line of succession. If the president of the United States dies, there's a line of succession. It will go down a list of about 17 people of who, who it can go to after that. Right. Vice president. However, if the vice president passes away, then the president can appoint a vice president. It's not an election. It's not a line of succession. It's just an, an appointment. Yeah. And Congress has to approve it. Yes, they do. And so after Eddard Stark dies, the president Just has to... Just call Ned. Come on. After Ned dies, the president has to choose someone to take over. And who does he go for? <laughs> You've got Little two finger. names. Little this finger. is how you worked out getting two names. It, it really is. Little finger. Miss Hermione Granger. <laughs> what? Wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Has she been in politics? She was president of SPEW. No! <laughs> <laughs> Student organizations don't oh count. Oh, my gosh. 
She is not getting approved by whoever. The Society the, for the Promotion of Elfish Welfare. She uh, was the president of SPEW. Yeah, I was president of the Chivalry Club in my high school. You know, Nerd. So you know Nerd. Hey, got, chivalry <laughs> Club. <laughs> Hold on. Can you explain what happened in Chivalry uh, Club? Eh. Wait. Oh, are you not supposed to talk about Chivalry Club? What's the first rule of Chivalry Club? Is you you can't even see club? it. <laughs> first rule of Chivalry Club. Chivalry Club. Pronounce Chivalry. <laughs> All right. Go on with your stupid I want to hear what's going on with Chivalry Club. I want to hear why SPEW is a legitimate organization. Joel, and uh, how Hermione got in Chivalry Club, because I don't know. <laughs> what did you say? No, that's Sh- the Sh- Sh- Chivalry thing. Chivalry? Ooh, I'm shivering club. <laughs> chivalry. Uh, Joel, I want to tell you now that I broke the rules a few times with my choices, yep. and this is the first time I will be breaking the rule. There's no rule. We just said that you can appoint, and you said you had like 20, and you wanted to do an Why? entire Why? He's already chosen Hermione. Like, like <laughs> it's, it's open already open now. From Ned Stark to Hermione. <laughs> Why wouldn't you choose Hermione to be in your cabinet? It's Hermione Granger. She is the kind of person that will do make sure the job is done right. She's a pedantic sycophant. Yes. And actually, <laughs> everyone hates her. The media hates her. Uh, everyone on the cabinet hates her, but she'll make sure the job is done right. She's kind of like Ned Stark. She will uphold the president, make him look good, and she doesn't need any of the credit. But everyone knows that she's a know-it-all. Or worse, expelled. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No problem. But she already has like great uh, diplomacy. She has a great relationship. She with got the- her diplomacy from college, actually. <laughs> she got, uh, has a great relationship with the Russian diplomat, Victor Crumb. <laughs> She is also a former prefect. Oh my gosh. I, I got to say this. Her grades, she has nine uh, owls or nine O's in her owls and one E. And I could go is through that these. Good? Yeah, it's very, very good. <laughs> I like that I'm making him into the nerd when I know exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> For example, she has outstanding care of magical creatures, outstanding defense uh, against excuse the Excuse me, uh, Mr. Dunn. Is it not true that Hermione used performance enhancing necklaces in order to get better grades? <laughs> Hey, look, no one is without their scandal, all right? That will come up in the debates. Okay. And that's okay. Wait, did you say your scandal for Ned Stark? Oh, yeah. He's an illegitimate child. Oh, okay. And he never denies it. Okay. And the scandal for Hermione? It's just no one likes her. It's not a scandal. It's just the fact that nobody likes her. She's a know-it-all. Oh, and by the way. Well, the feist doesn't have to have a scandal. It's yeah. just like a one note. And, oh, that's right. and she has bad hygiene. That's so right. whenever she appears on TV, her she hair's, bad her hair's bad all frizzy. Bad hygiene? Yeah, Hermione Granger. That Granty. is not part of the character. Yes, it is, actually. Emma Watson. It's not part not of Emma smell. Watson because it's Emma Watson. But the character has frizzy hair. Frizzy hair means bad hygiene? She, no, yes. <laughs> you racist. In this, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> is that why you're telling me Emma Watson doesn't shave? I remember you saying something like that. I, like did, I did not say that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What is but going on? I just think she would be a great choice for this. This is how president. big it's those politics, guys. Hermione <laughs> <laughs> Granger. Battles for Galactica, Game of Thrones, and Harry Potter. <laughs> All right, Joel. Let's go back to you. Oh, and she's muggle-born, so she can reach across the divide. She's a filthy little mudblood. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's what the press will family say. Friendly. I'm racist is now. Family friendly. friendly. press will say is what the press will say. Is, <laughs> is that a way to defend yourself? Yes. Is what the press will say. That's what I'm just saying what they'll say. Uh, I hate Jacob. Can't is pick what Harry the Potter. press will say. <laughs> you just picked Battlestar. <laughs> this is going really You mean poorly. a show for adults. <laughs> All right. Okay. First lady. Uh, first, no. First lady? Yeah. Okay. First lady. Then we're going to president after that. Does it make? Does it not make sense? Should we do president first? No, it's just fine. Okay. It's fine. Uh, my, I, I actually, I, I want to clarify something right now, Kent. I did go pretty straight down the middle here because I picked first ladies that were first ladies in fictional material. Oh, I did not. I went straight first lady, first lady. My first lady is Ellen Mitchell from the movie Dave, played by Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver. Weaver. We all love Sigourney Weaver, right? And uh, now you may be wondering, like 20 years ago. Yeah, 20 years ago. Oh, we all love Sigourney Weaver. Come on. But uh, now you may be wondering what her agenda is as First Lady, and I'll tell you. Illegal aliens. 
Get that, everybody. <laughs> Wait, she hates them. I, I didn't go farther than the joke. <laughs> is she going to build a wall? That was the joke. Um, but no, uh, Ellen Mitchell from the movie. If you don't know the movie, Dave, it's about a president who uh, goes into a coma. They don't want to kind of announce what happens. So they get a, a lookalike, an impersonator to come in and be the president to fool everybody, including they try to fool his wife. However, the first lady is not fooled. She figures it out. But uh, so she's a smart woman. She's, a, you know, very kind of straightforward. She, even she can definitely recognize her husband. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no trick in her. Go. <laughs> but she catches on like she catches on pretty quick to that. It's not him. And also she calls out her husband on all the crap he does. Like as the president, she wouldn't allow kind of, you know, things to happen. She would call him on it. She also helps out at homeless shelters and uh, she's strong, honest and caring. Well, that's kind of when they fall for each other. Right. Yeah. And she has a mech suit. Angie, <laughs> uh, they're not actually twins, right? I mean, it's been about twenty years since I've seen Dave. Like in, Dave and the president are not actually twins. He just no, no, looks he's just, just an like him. Yeah, they like they have to dye his hair and cut it right and things like that because he doesn't look exactly like him. But it's enough to pass. Okay, so Ellen Mitchell is my choice for first lady. That's on a the really best, good choice on the best picks. Yes, I think she'd be a great first lady. Thank you, but she would not be as good as. Whoa, whoa, whoa. did we say her agenda? Illegal aliens. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Remember that joke you yeah. laughed at five minutes uh, yeah. ago? Well, it was so funny. I, like, I, I no. was waiting for something There's else that was There's not one boring. side or the other. It's just illegal aliens. <laughs> just illegal aliens. She's focused on illegal that's aliens. <laughs> My first lady would be Maggie Seaver. Maggie Seaver. Oh, wait. From Family Ties? From Growing Pains. Growing Pains. Dang it. I always get that. So up. close. Meredith Baxter Bernie. Show Enjoy. me that smile again. Show me that smile. Don't waste another <laughs> minute on your crying. We're going to the end. The <laughs> best is ready to begin. Your geekiness amazes me. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> One as more long time. as we got each <laughs> other. <laughs> For this, I was thinking. So, who is this person for every other person? Who that's would not be you Growing Pains sitcom in the eighties? Yes, uh, Kirk Cameron's mom. iconic TV mom. Alan Thicke's wife. Yeah, Tracy Gold's mom. Yep. Uh, other blonde kid who kind of looks like Jonathan. His mom. <laughs> she, she played a role in politics in this show. No, actually, I just think she would be the best mom for the country. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So she so better than June Cleaver. I thought of June Cleaver, but I just don't think she fits. I okay. don't think she fits, with, especially with where the country is now. I really want to do Carolyn Ingalls. And Ned Stark does. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> we need to invest in wolf skins. <laughs> so Maggie Seaver, she's actually a working mom. That's kind of what the show is about. Like Alan Thick generally has to stay home, and she is a reporter. So she goes you know, back to work. Isn't he a psychiatrist in the movie? In yeah, the show? he's yeah. a lot of jobs. So really? she has a job while she's first lady? Uh, well, no. What she does is promotes uh, mothers working, and she wants to make life better for working mothers. Whether is that her it's agenda? Like, yeah, actually, she has a few agendas here. For example, like so, like I said, making daycare more accessible for working mothers and giving tax breaks to working mothers. Mm-hmm. Um, also, she teaches about eating disorders. Oh wow! I went there. Why did you go so there? Sorry, Tracy Gold, famously in the mm-hmm. show, uh, had an eating disorder on the show and. Her weight fluctuated like crazy. So Ken's uh, making it real. Um, so I actually researched this, and there's an episode where she has an eating disorder, mm-hmm. and this is kind of what kicked it off. Because she ha- actually went on this approved diet of like 500 calories a day and had to lose like nearly 20 pounds. 500 calories a day? That's like... Yeah. That's like a box of fries and a Big Mac. I mean, that's not much. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got to teach like, Joel about calories. Weren't you the one saying 13 <laughs> calories for everything? Like, No, that's Joel. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need to teach Joel. <laughs> But yeah, she, that actually continued. They they were actually doing fat jokes in the script like all the time. Oh no, and that probably really didn't help Tracy Gold. 
No. But I really think Maggie Seaver could help the country why, out why with this. Why is bringing this so real? Um, she also teaches about the dangers of underage drinking. It's not real to me because I don't know who you're talking I, about. I'm just talking about the fact that the show is now talking about politics and eating disorders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what's happened to us? Hold on. Mm, President Roslyn, Cylons number, <laughs> number six. Cylons look fish like humans. So she actually learned about underage teen drinking when she uh, brought in a, an adopted homeless kid named Luke. Oh, my gosh. Um, played by Leonardo DiCaprio. Yep. And that wow. was in one of the final seasons. And he had a lot of problems. So she, she learned about taking in uh, underprivileged children. And also, I should say this is, is part of her qualification. Wait, so you're saying she divorces Alan Thicke to marry your president? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in this case. Ah, it, it's a better case. I'm not case. cool with that. It's Alan Thicke. He died. He died. He actually no, died. My, <laughs> no, I was going to say. Oh, it's terrible. She no, poisoned him. In my movie, the president does actually die. Spoiler alert for Dave, 1995. Are we going by real here? I no, mean, no, I'm just no, picking names no, out of a no, hat we're not, at this but point. But I just, I just suddenly realized they wouldn't be a couple, and that made me sad. Yeah. Unless Alan Thicke's president. No, he's not. He can't. He's Canadian. Yeah, well, <laughs> come on. Hermione Granger, Ned Stark. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. You guys. Got, Joel, wait a minute. Joel, Stop thinking. At least Rosalind's American. Stop thinking she's so much. She's actually not. She's Capricorn. <laughs> oh, she's actually not Capricorn. Hold on. I think she's from oh, you're right. the fourth district. <laughs> no, um, no that's, that's Hunger Games. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. Um, but in, in January 1989, Maggie Seaver won the Working Mother of the Year Award. And I really think that qualifies her to, to be this the kind first of person. Lady. <laughs> the first I, like, lady. I like how they have to be qualified to be the first lady. It's just... Their, their husband's the president. That's what qualifies him to no, the No, but she's lady. a very respected woman, and she's doing so much for the country. All right. All right. Fine. Let's get to the president, Fine. then. To the let's, president. Let's see who Maggie Seaver is married to. Let's find out. Who Maggie Seaver is married to? Let's let you go first. She is married to the greatest <laughs> president. We should clarify before you say okay. this. Kent and I should clarify. Neither one of us has watched The West Wing. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry to everyone. Because um, every list I looked President up... President Bartlett is not Yeah, involved. President Bartlett's listed on every single best fictional politician list. I haven't watched it. Ken hasn't watched it. So if that is your pick, please don't be mad at us. One day we'll watch it. Don't we worry. Just, don't worry, everyone. He, he's my pick. We just don't like politics. <laughs> I don't really like Sorkin. Really? Uh, I mean, you see... Saved one by of, the Bell? You see <laughs> Aaron Sorkin? Yeah. And Saved by the Bell? No, his daughter was. Who? What? What? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Violet Bickerstaff? <laughs> You're looking at me like I'm supposed to know this. Violet M. Everyone Bickerstaff? knows this, Kent. <laughs> come Everyone. On, come on. Arlene Sorkin? Is that no, her name? not Arlene Sorkin. What is her name? Yeah, Joel. What's her name? Crap. I'll, oh, I have to Google Violet Bickerstaff, so keep going. I need your attention for this. This oh, is the president. Never mind. The- I'm an idiot. Yay! <laughs> I'm sorry. That was my bad. I was thinking Aaron's spelling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's yes. Different. yes. <laughs> You're thinking Aaron and Tori's spelling? Yeah, that was. Here's my TV card. There you Thank go. You. I, I do remember she was in the pep club, and Screech had a big crush on her. Yes. I think they dated for like yes, 10 but minutes. He was, she was dating Maxwell Nerdstrom at the time. Oh, man. Yeah, All right. Well. Let's hear your president. <laughs> that's, the, it's actually Maxwell Nerdstrom. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the greatest president in film and TV, is President David Palmer from 24. Okay. You're going to go with the Democratic senator from Maryland then? Yes! Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> both, I'm so excited! We both picked David Palmer. <laughs> Yay! Kind of expected that, honestly. I knew Joel would pick him. Really? I, no, I, honestly. I was thinking maybe, like, I already thought you picked your president with Roslyn, but maybe like Harrison Ford in Air Force One. Because Which is a great president. he doesn't negotiate with terrorists. No, get off my plane. <laughs> great stuff. No, David Palmer, honestly, this sounds so naive and so stupid and so... <laughs> Like ignorant, and I just want to state that we are having a politics show on Bacon Cell. I, I know, want you to remember, but I, I just want to say, State. I want to preface that by saying I know how bad this sounds, but honestly, if the actor ran for president, I'd be like, yes, <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. 
Uh, we are in good hands with him. <laughs> are you in good hands? So here's what I love. They gave him an, an entire history, which for 24, you only need so much history. And uh, honestly, there's, there's spoiler alert for 24. Not really, but kind of. I, um, I feel like this is a huge spoiler. No, 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 not, not that. Okay. But there are very few people you can trust in 24. I could name them on one hand. Basically, in 24, you trust Jack, Jack Bauer, of course. Mm-hmm. But he always goes rogue. But you trust Jack yeah, Bauer. Yeah, trusting is kind you of You trust David Palmer. You, you trust Aaron, the social security guy, and you trust oh, Chloe. I love Aaron. That's it. Well, Chloe. You're, you're Chloe. Dumb. Chloe. You're dumb if you trust Chloe, though. No, but you trust Chloe to the, that she will help Jack. Basically. She'll eventually she'll do, do her job. Yeah. But she'll trust some bad But David people. Palmer is one of those people that it's like, I honestly, I have a hard time separating the character from the person because I'm like, that man is who I want leading this country. <laughs> he is great. That role was perfect for him. So he actually graduated with a Bachelor of Arts in Political Economy from mm-hmm. Georgetown University. He obtained his- Are you talking ch- about the actor right now? Or uh, it doesn't the matter. They're one and the out. same, Jake. <laughs> it's like President Morgan Freeman at this point. He obtained his Juris Doctor from the University of Maryland School of Law. And like Joel said, a, a senator from Maryland. He was actually a college basketball star. He hit the game-winning shot against DePaul keep in the mind, final four. Keep in mind, none of this is actually in the show. No, no, it is because his, is his wife, by the way, who is evil- Sherry. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> Sherry. No, she's right from the beginning. You know she's evil. Yeah, yeah. she really is. She's Sherry's just a conniver terrible. the entire oh, time. she's terrible. She actually says when he, I think he's the winning the presidency. She David. Says, <laughs> David. Like the way she says his name. You just like, yeah. She's like, wouldn't this be the second greatest day? Or no, he says, this is the second greatest day of my life. She's like, well, what's the first? Obviously thinking it's probably the day we got married. And right. he's like. The day I won that game-winning shot against DePaul in the Final Four. <laughs> and the writers actually did their research in uh, whatever school he went to. Georgetown. They actually won that, Georgetown, won that uh, by two points against DePaul. Uh, if I may sports. step in. Yeah, if I may, yeah, now we're on sports and politics. What is happening here? Uh, if Can we I talk may about math soon? So Palmer served two <laughs> terms at the House of Representatives before being elected as senator. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but uh, he had a role in a covert operation two years prior in to the first season. Uh, and and he had that's why he had kind of assassination plots against him. Jake, have you seen this show? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's so good. And by the way, he has two siblings, Wayne and Sandra, and his children, uh, Keith and Nicole. Here's why he makes. Why, here's why he's one of the greatest men on television. Because his son was involved in a murder investigation, and everyone, like especially Sherry, yeah, David, David. <laughs> She she wanted to hide it, and she he easily could have hid this. What season is that? It's season one. Yeah, uh, and and right, remember, he's running for president. Anything that comes out could ruin his campaign. Mm-hmm. And he says, "Nope, I'm going to tell the truth. We're going to try to make sure my son is innocent. We're going to fight for this, other than hiding it." The guy has so much integrity. He's be, he and Ned Stark would go hand in hand, except yeah. for Palmer's a little bit more human. Yeah, so fact, wait, you, wait, so basically, you're saying it's David Palmer and Ned Stark? Yes, that's a ticket I could get on board with, right? And then Hermione <laughs> Palmer take, Stark, Hermione Palmer takes over, and Palmer I'm out. Granger. Ned Stark's like, I think we should behead him. And David Palmer, Palmer's Granger, no, no, no. Like, Palmer uh, is okay with beheading. Palmer Granger <laughs> sounds like dish detergent. <laughs> So Palmer Roslin, Palmer Stark. Pal- it, Palmer Roslin. You know what's great is like everyone here, they, they're okay with, with yeah. capital punishment. <laughs> that's not great. I'm not saying wait, that's great. Wait. I'm saying it's what they do. Uh. Um, also, he, he realizes this is season like three. He's about to run for re-election because he is a uh, massively popular president. How popular? I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> he won in all 11 states involved in Super Tuesday, including California, Ohio, New York, and him and his running mate, won 60% of the popular vote. So 60%. He actually cancels his plans for re-election because there's too much family drama. We should also clarify, spoiler alert for season one of 24, or I guess season, season, early season two, uh, he actually divorces Sherry prior to being sworn in as president. Yes. 
In uh, good on him. In two thousand eight, block- David. In two thousand eight, Blockbuster.com did an official poll <laughs> when they had a site and a business. I'll he, trust this. He was the favorite on-screen president for any of those polled. He's awesome. He's awesome. I mean, the man. Okay, when when Jack Bauer would talk to no one else. He would always make time for President Palmer. Yes. And in fact, President Palmer saved Jack Bauer's life. Spoiler alert for season three. How many times did Jack save his life? Isn't that oh, a couple like times. Oh, countless. But I mean, yeah. no, but the, not many people can say they saved Jack's life. Jack saves millions no. of lives. Who, who, is, who gets 60% of the popular vote when a nuke has been dropped during <laughs> your presidency? <laughs> Probably three of them. Yeah. No, the nukes actually came. What's the uh, season two? With the cougar and the, or the puma or whatever it was? <laughs> the cougar and Kim. Oh, man. <laughs> that was bad stuff. No, I feel like we need a 24 show. No, he sacrificed his presidency to save the country, and I respect that of this man. Uh, also, major legislation he put through, the, the Defense Appropriations Bill, the Social Security Bill, uh, Job Creation and Worker Assistance Act, and a health care bill. So he's, he's a worker. Teamwork. All right. David Teamwork Palmer. Okay, so for me. I, I wondered if we were going to pick the same one. I had, uh, I had Palmer. It's a Palmer Stark ticket, and Palmer is married to Maggie Seaver at this point because okay. I would leave Alan Thicke for President Palmer. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you would. And then, it, it unfortunately, Ned Stark is killed probably by terrorists. Or the opposing party, and then it becomes Palmer Granger. All right, and so, yours was, so yours is Palmer Roslin. Palmer Roslin. Oh, by the way, yeah, the scandal. Uh, it, I, I wrote covering up something his wife has done. Probably murder. <laughs> <laughs> probably murder. Because <laughs> Sherry, Sherry Palmer. Oh, we did your scandal, Kent. Antagonists on TV. I couldn't think of one for him because he's just so good. No, but it, basically that's what it was. Yeah, on the no, show. I mean he. Well, his wife did not let him know about this because she knew if he would have found out, he would have made it right and lost the presidency, and she wanted power. She's hmm. evil. She's evil. She's evil. Well, that's cool. All right, let's move on to the worst possible The worst lineup. possible presidential lineup fictional. Let's keep it <laughs> fictional here. Okay, what about oh, your cabinet also, members? Can I also, um, you know, I actually cut them because they were just dad jokes. Like it was like Secretary of Transportation was the transporter. Like it was really stupid like that. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was really dumb. Who's Secretary of Agriculture? Oh, that was actually Samwise Gamgee. <laughs> P- potatoes? <laughs> Uh, Secretary of... I would pick Professor Sprout. Oh, yeah. Homeland Security was Brian Mills from Taken. You know, it it was dumb stuff like that. Um, I just totally cut it out of my notes because... And and here I am. (laughs) Let me tell you what Jack Bauer What else are you not going to say on this show, Kent? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to make this joke, but I'm not going to. Um, Also, so the roles of the vice president before we move on to the worst. Okay. Um, I didn't know this because I'm just like, hey, they're just next in line, right? Is that their thing? And they show up at the State of the Union. Right. Do Do you know what they do? Vice presidents? Yeah. <clears throat> eat food. So they do eat food. They're the president of the Senate, and they're they have actually two primary duties. The first one is to <laughs> two duties. duties. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! New Is that a new low? That may be a new low for bacon sale. <laughs> we just giggled at the word duties. <laughs> two duties. <laughs> that is embarrassing <laughs> for you too. Yes. <laughs> Join in the fun, Jake. I'm he not. giggled. He giggled. I heard him. So if the Senate is ever deadlocked, if it's if it's tied, it's like say fifty fifty. Okay. Like literally fifty fifty. That would be that would be tied, yes. They he would be able he she would be able to put in that one vote to break the tie. All and right. this has happened in history, actually like very, very recently. Okay. And then also they have to announce the official vote of the Electoral College. So next week when there's or this week. Yeah. When, when the there's airs. a uh, a new president, possibly. Hopefully not. <laughs> possibly. Uh, <laughs> possibly. Whatever's happening. It has to be the vice president that reads that. And so, like, remember when Al Gore, mm-hmm. he lost to George oh, Bush. Oh, real person. Oh, I mean, remember when... Yes, well, I guess we can bring him up. That's fine. <laughs> what did I announce? 
that George W. Bush won. George W. Bush won. The penguins are doomed. (laughs) That's all we're getting now? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. That's all we're getting. That's pretty much it. And then they take over when the president dies. When? It's a good gig. When, not if. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look, it's a pretty... It's only happened... When you have Cylons, Cylons, Wildlings, and the White Walkers involved... And our candidates. No, I'm trying to think. Has there only been... I'm trying to think of how many presidential succession... Vice presidential successions there have been in history. It's basically Lincoln, Kennedy, Nixon... Wasn't Harry Truman? No, there there was... Wasn't Garfield? William Henry Harrison, did he have one? Probably. He, had 30 he days. died in 30 days. Anyway, we're, we're, that's real. Let's back off. Yeah, yeah. That's too real. I'll All cut right. this out of the show. I'll bleep it. <laughs> <laughs> For like a, five oh, minutes. So, so having said that, and then there's, the, I, I printed off because I wanted to be Joel. I printed off all the, all the roles of the president, but there are so many. Commander in chief. He's, yeah. Yeah. Head yeah. of the party, whatever. Woo, whatever. Of, head of the party. <laughs> <laughs> you would. Any room he walks into, he's the head of the party. <laughs> Get that man a drink. All yeah. Right. So Ken's been talking a bunch. So why don't you kick it off this one, Joel? Okay. So worst again. And, I'm okay, going to so punch you in the face. We're in the worst possible presidency. And where are we starting? Vice again. We're going vice. Okay. Um, my vice presidential pick for the worst is Dolores Umbridge from Harry Potter and the, Pres- and the Order of the Phoenix. Are you serious? <clears throat> yes. Uh. See, now you're going Harry Potter style. Yes, I am. But okay. she actually, Kent... She actually oh, don't held, say it like that. She actually held political office, not just the president of Spew. All right, are you saying Spew isn't isn't a good thing? I'm, I am saying that, but uh, she is stop the outrageous abuse of our fellow magical creatures and campaign for a change in their legal status. That's the official name. I hope you give it some respect. No, because <laughs> uh, uh, she is a half blood witch, by the way. And she is a Ministry of Magic bureaucrat who served as senior undersecretary to the Minister of... Wow, this is hard to say. Senior undersecretary to the Minister for Magic under the ministers Cornelius Fudge, Rufus Scrimmagauer, and Pius Thickenese. Oh, yeah. Yes, Kent. Let's snore Harry Potter considering he did, went did you on just, a- Did you just put a Crucio curse on me? I, I'm not sure. That's, I felt... Nerd alert. Oh, now nerd <laughs> alerts. <laughs> uh, yes, but she was in the, the Ministry of Magic. She has political office. Um... No one liked her. Like, honestly, no one liked her. She was the type of person who would take credit for other people's work. She would completely backstab other people. Uh, she actually ran the Muggle-Born Registration Commission and sadistically prosecuted many innocent people. She's a Slytherin. No surprise there. They're all evil dumbheads. Um, you were Slytherin once. I was never Slytherin. You were Slytherin once. Nope. I Don't deny it. Gryffindor. Oh, you were true. Slytherin once. <laughs> now, get this. So she's a half-blood, meaning that you know her mom was magical and her dad. No, her dad was magical. Her mom wasn't. She was so ashamed of her father, who was a low-level worker in the minister, in the Department of Magical Maintenance, that she actually made him retire early and promised him a small monthly allowance in exchange for quietly leaving the public sight. I mean, she lied about her heritage. She's racist, too. She drafted the anti-Wilwolf legislation in 1993, not letting werewolves get jobs. And uh, she, also, she also suggested that mer people <laughs> be so round up attacked. It is. But uh, Dolores Umbridge is just ruthless and terrible. And frankly, I hated her more in the books than I did Voldemort. I, I think everyone does. Her. I could not stand her. Well, I couldn't even stand her on the screen. Like, it wasn't even fun to hate her. Well, in the screen, like, they actually were very kind to her because yeah. they made her somewhat normal looking. In the book, she's like okay. this frog-like right. lump who wears pink, froofy bows and things like that. And her Hey, ha- I said leave the current candidates out. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> That's too close. That's political commentary. <laughs> um, but no, in, I could just imagine debates where she would uh, make like 
say that someone else is preparing their notes right. and they're writing their notes and they're like burning the back of their hand. With the black quill. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I think her reputation would be that of, you know, basically crazy cat lady, which apparently she has cats and pink things decorated all over her office, but she doesn't like actual cats because she finds they're too much of a mess to take care of. So she just likes them as decorations. But she's a horrible, horrible person. She is manipulative. Like she... Basically got Dumbledore fired. She seems like the president, honestly. I mean, this seems she like she would find her way there. With my I, with my current president, I already have it kind of planned out where she would as eventually do I. usurp the power and become president because she is pure evil. Is, Dolores is, is there an embarrassment that follows her around? But just the crazy cat lady reputation and also just the fact that yeah. everyone kind of no one takes her seriously, but she's horrible. She's she horrible. is she's Good horrible. Picture. Absolutely Good horrible. Picture. All right, Kim. My vice president is from Battlestar Galactica, oh. and his name is Gaius Baltar. 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 Jake, you need to know Gaius Baltar. Have you watched Battlestar Galactica? I got bored through the pilot, so I turned it off. He's the guy. He <laughs> get- <laughs> <laughs> So he he's the one that actually created the, the catastrophe, essentially. Yes. He gave secret government documents to, it's like the defense mainframe, to... A hot blonde. A hot blonde. Named Six. And I really don't understand, like, everyone, you guys talk about it, and, you know, I mean, Dwight loves it on The Office, and that's pretty much all I know. Uh, Yeah, no. (laughs) It's a good show. Like, honestly, me and my dad watched it together, and we both really enjoyed it for the first little bit. It's like Lost. It has so much potential, and then just squanders it completely. Mm, I think Lost finale is better than the Battlestar Galactica finale. You're probably right. Okay. But then the the stuff in the middle, it gets a little wibbly wobbly. Lost finale. No, 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 no. That's not good. That's for another show. That's for another (laughs) show. We could probably do a whole show on the lost finale. I like how you're not willing to take that kind of slander now. Whoa, 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 whoa. I did not say lost was that bad. (laughs) Guys, that's season three, okay? (laughs) Let's wait. Season three. No, season three of our show. Our our season three will be good. I thought you were talking about Anna Lucia. Not like like a lot. (laughs) Let's not go there. Yeah. So, Gaius Baltar. Okay. He actually became vice president. Mm hmm. And it's just crazy because no one really liked him. He no. was just like oh, this wormy guy. And just to kind of explain him a little bit more, he's basically like an actor the entire time. He's like a wormy scientist who then just... Who's crazy, too. He's crazy. By the way, he's he's having visions. Yeah. He, sees, he sees people who aren't there. Yes. And so he's a charismatic genius. He's a womanizer. He's self... Womanizer, womanizer, womanizer. <laughs> Keep going. You're a womanizer. <laughs> you, 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 you. <laughs> But he is the most selfish character on the show, even more selfish than Fat Lee. Um, Fat Lee. Fat Adama. <laughs> Don't say Fat Lee. It sounds like an adverb. <laughs> is, it like, is it like Fat Amy or what? No, hey, kind of. Fat Adama. It's the storyline where they make one of the characters pudgy for no real reason other than he's supposed to be in the slump. Yeah. It's a period of time passes and all of a sudden he's chubby. Yeah. But he's called Fat Lee during that time. Yeah. Fat Apollo. I, just, I said Fat Adama. I'm sorry. He has a lot of names. So actually, he's elected vice president. He's serving a representative in the Quorum of the Twelve. Um, yes, exactly. Yeah. He was behind in the... Pl- he, then he's running for president against Roslyn. Yes. He was behind, but then he said, hey, looks like we just discovered a new planet. I'm going to make sure we colonize this new planet because everyone's sick and tired of living on these ships. And so then... Which, if you don't know the story of Battlestar Galactica, they're looking their for planet Earth. is destroyed, and a lot of them is just flying through space, trying to find a place to live. Yes, yeah, so they just want to get on a planet. They don't care if robots are even chasing them at this point. He says, I'll make sure that happens. Robots. He wins the... Call pres- them Cylons. Okay. You racist. <laughs> he, he wins the presidency. Then they, they actually do colonize th- this planet. They yes. call it New Caprica. The Cylons show up. Take everything over. <clears throat> he surrenders the entire human or whatever they are race. Mm-hmm. He basically says, okay, Cylons, you're in charge. 
And they said, you can still be president. You can be the figurehead. And they basically have him sign out like execution orders on his own people. And so he's just this total selfish coward. He is. He's like a, he's like a pushover to the Cylons, but then he'll like sleaze his way through like all the humans. He's, he's a cockroach. Like you think he should have been dead in season one. Oh, season two, season three. The guy continues to make it out alive when he really shouldn't. Yeah. But super cunning, selfish. He's a coward. He may make a, a great, terrible vice president. Gaius, man. Yeah. Terrible. terrible. I really think you eventually need to watch it, Jake. Uh, like, I'm honestly talking to you like I'm like, trying like to I'm, really like trying preach to, it, to you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think it's a good show, too, and I think it's an excellent choice, Ken. Thank you. He's horrible. I mean, Ben Linus would have been better, but whatever. Ben Linus would be a good choice, too. Yeah. He'd be really good. Since we're talking about Lost. Yeah. Know? And technically, he did kind of, spoiler alert, become vice president. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh, okay. First lady. First lady. Worst first lady ever. Worst first lady. My worst first lady is Sherry Palmer. <laughs> really? <laughs> My best was David. My worst was Sherry. Like, That's honestly, I, I bookended it because I think uh, Penny Johnson Gerald, to her credit, played this character so well that I hate her more than I hate any of the actual villains in the show, meaning like terrorists who are going to blow up the world because she is just terrible. So, I mean, from the beginning, you just don't really trust her. During the course of day one, she transitions from like supporting her husband to disagreeing with him to outright to just being defiant. And then uh, she was secretly a member of the Los Angeles nuclear attack conspiracy during day two. Like she's part of that conspiracy. And uh, she just always is trying to. Like, what about when she teams up with Jack though? She, well. Does she? She, he, it's one of those, I can help you. The enemy of, of my enemy and is my he friend. Has to, he has to, in fact, David Palmer has to kind of swallow his pride after he divorces her and include her, kind of like, oh, I need your yeah, help. Yeah. And then it all goes south, like very south, terrible. To Mexico. Ken, you already talked about the, how she faked a suicide uh, to yeah. cover the political scandal. scandal. But she's dangerous because she's power hungry and she thinks she's doing the right thing. She's like, this is what needs to happen because I think it's right. She's attempted to destroy evidence. She actually, and this is, this is something I hesitate to bring up a bacon cell, but I'm going to do it. She encouraged campaign staffer Patty Brooks to get close to her husband, quote unquote, sleeping with him if need be, and then report back to her. Oh, yeah, to kind of get him wanted, like pepped up, right? No, she wanted to get dirt on him. Like she wanted him to have an affair so then she could hold that over Because he was him. so onto her all the her time. Her own husband. Yeah, she's awful. This is terrible. I kind of remember that, but I thought it was like she, like her husband was feeling sad or something, so she was trying to... No, like to, uh, her husband, uh, basically what happens is he kind of defies her and says, no, I'm going this way. And she gets mad at him, so she wants to get something to hang over him so she can get mm. control over him again. That was season it. one, right? Yeah, yeah that's season that. one. And then she leaks information to press, like David Palmer's mm. supposed to have died. It's supposed to be this big cover-up so that uh, Jack Bauer can get his daughter back, but she ends up leaking to the press that, no, he's really alive and ruining everything. She... Spoiler alert, she forces a guy to have a heart attack and then watches him die because she won't give him the pills. She's a terrible person. She's Walter White. And honestly, like, I just think that, you know, between her and Umbridge, my president really doesn't stand a chance because you're right. He's going to die. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Spoiler alert. It's a he. Okay. Okay. Ooh, I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) Usually are when there's a he involved. Uh, I broke the rules with my choice, if you're finished. I am finished. I completely broke the rules. Mine is not a fictional character. No, no, no. I'm sorry. What are you doing? My my first lady. Don't do it. The worst first lady. Don't do it. What? It's not one of the current political candidates. No. Oh, okay. I'm not going that far. Okay, go. Yeah. It's Gwyneth Paltrow. (laughs) (laughs) She's practically a fictional character at this point. Don't you think? (laughs) Gwyneth Paltrow. Well, Gwyneth Paltrow would be the worst first lady 
of all time. I don't know. Does she own her own company now? Goop. And, like she's out of ac- Goop. acting and yeah, yeah. I think she tries to act okay, still. Okay, so th- now every time some people uh, may be confused. Every time Iron Man needs a Deus Ex Machina, she'll show up. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh, but no, some people may be confused as to why Gwyneth Paltrow gets all this. You know, I actually feel bad hate. for her because she is uh, still considered the most hated celebrity in a world where Lena Dunham exists. <laughs> She's the most hated celebrity? Yeah, for like the past four years. She never heard that. Yeah, she gets it a lot. So, but tell people why. So, and this is actually part of her agenda that she'll be pushing on people, and this is why they will continue to hate her. So, I mean, she runs a site, Goop, and she's doing it's like a lifestyle. What does Goop stand set. for? Oh, I, I please look it, look it up. I gotta look it up now. She basically says, I'm an every woman. Everyone should have a body like mine, which, by the way, she doesn't really, there's, you know, it's Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm-hmm. Like, as thin as thin can be, but in a kind of a gross way. <laughs> what does Goop mean? Oh, wait. <laughs> That's... Uh, sorry. Uh-oh. Urban this is, Dictionary. This is no, kind just, of funny because... It, was, it gave me the, the dictionary definition of sloppy or sticky semi-fluid matter, typically something unpleasant. <laughs> like, Family friendly? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah. See, I've always kind of hated her, and no, I, yeah, thought I, okay. no, I, no, I thought okay. I was alone. Okay. No, I thought I was alone. Okay, this makes me hate her more. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow explain what Goop stands for. It's a nickname, like my name is, GP. So that is really where it came from, and I wanted it to be a word that means nothing and could mean anything. Her kids, her exactly. Her kids are named Apple and Moses. Just putting that out there. (laughs) What's wrong with Moses? It's a name. At least it's a name and not something that you eat off a tree. (laughs) Okay, I think Apple's probably better than Moses. Think so? Right. Moses is a biblical name. Yeah. They're both freaking weird, okay? (laughs) As a fellow biblical biblical name, I'm going to defend that. She's basically this elitist that can't. Biblical name? What are you? It's British. Okay. Wow. Back off the biblical name hate, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Michelle. Michelle Tanner. (laughs) You got it, dude. So, but she thinks she thinks she's the every woman, and she's like, my outfit only costs like three thousand dollars for this. White blouse with a rip in it. This was like thirteen hundred. Everyone could have a blouse like this. It's 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 stuff like that that really makes she her seem so out of touch. She thinks she's in touch with the common man, but she's so far out of touch she doesn't realize she's. In, not in fact, touch. when she is when she is the first lady uh, to the president, when? which I will t- describe. All right. Do you like how I'm like when the president's assassinated? Yeah. When she's the first lady? Yeah. She will actually don't come requ- after Secret Service, please. <laughs> she will require every school to have a dress code, and each outfit in that dress code will cost at least thirty four hundred dollars. For every student. That's pretty standard these days. Right? <laughs> Is it? Okay. And then she will also require yoga to be a required school class. <laughs> yoga. And not only that, guess what's going to be outlawed? Food. Gl- gluten, dairy, and sugar. Because she doesn't eat gluten, dairy, or sugar. Outlawed. Outlawed from America. Sometimes people can't have that. Yeah, sometimes people, they, they, they can't. And that's sad. And I feel bad for them. <laughs> <laughs> but to never be able to have it for everyone? Yeah. That's awful, and it's evil. Gwyneth Paltrow, you're going to be an evil first lady. <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> I'm uncoupling I'm from you right now. <laughs> Consciously? <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, all right, so now we're down to our worst picks for president. Did we Gwyneth pick the Paltrow? same person? I hope not. I think we did. I hope not because I feel like we, we picked the, the, the same one, which I'm like, that's great, but if we both pick the worst one, I feel like it's going to feel like it's planned, and it's not. Should we just say it on the count of three? Are you going to say a real one? Or are you going to say Medea? Oh! Maybe I should change my answer. One, two, three. Jar 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 Binks. Are you serious? Good, we didn't pick the same one. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Joel. I picked Jar Jar Binks. (laughs) That's a good choice. 
Jar Jar Binks uh, was a Gungan military officer. <laughs> True. That's so dumb. I know. He was a general in the Gungan army. He, his clumsy behavior had, at one point in his life, led to his exile from Gungan society. And then he became a junior representative for his people in the Jar Jar's married to Sherry Palmer? Yes. <laughs> Continue. I'm so sorry. Uh, he is in so much trouble. You're right. He's dead. With, uh, no, with his first lady? No, his, no. They'll, they'll just Sherry Palmer and keep him around. And Dolores Umbridge. He's dead. Jar Jar made the the whole exactly. empire That's happen. what I'm going to say. It's like, so his scandal is accidentally bringing about the rise of the empire. But okay, let me go back to this. Oh so he gosh. became a junior representative <laughs> for his people in the Galactic Senate, serving alongside Amidala when she became the senator of Naboo. But then uh, Amidala went into hiding and Binks was left to speak for Naboo in the Senate. Now here's where it gets. Like here's where, here's where we realize how kind of awful he would be. The Gungan meaning Jar Jar, was manipulated by the Supreme Chancellor Sheev, his first name is Sheev, Palpatine, yeah. who was secretly the Sith Lord Darsidious, into proposing that the Senate give the Chancellor emergency powers that would allow him blah, 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 Star Wars Episode Two is the worst Star Wars movie ever. <laughs> is that on Wikipedia, the source of all knowledge and truth? Yes, pretty much. No, actually, this is from Wikipedia. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Even better. <laughs> yeah. We mentioned Battlestar. <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> the uh, Professor Star Wars. <laughs> We're basically in the Wikipedia. Do we have a Star Trek reference anywhere? Live long and prosper. No, that'd be good. Anyway, it's his fault that the senator got power, that the executive order was carried out, that martial law happened, that the empire came to to power because he is so dumb and so manipulative, manipulatable that he is the worst possible choice for president, especially with the vice president and the first lady I gave him. So Jar Jar Binks. My you know, pick. he's just dumb enough to keep a, to stay alive, though. I think they might just keep him alive. He did accidentally, like, destroy an army by kicking a gun around with his foot. Oh, exactly. So he's a war hero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that is how he's winning. That, that guy is a war hero. I honestly think that they wrote him in as, like, they didn't have the idea, but then people hated him so much. They're like, we got to do something with this character to kind of to validate why we created him. And it's like, oh, how about we help him cause the downfall of the Jedi society? Yeah. So, you know, that is actually a theory out there. That he's a Sith Lord? Yeah, he's a Sith Lord. I've heard that, but he's not smart enough to be. I think he is. No. He's not that dumb. He's pretty dumb. He's, he's dumb. But he's my pick for worst Oh my presidents. gosh, that is, that's brilliant. And you said Joffrey. Mine sounds like Jar Jar, but it's Joffrey Baratheon. We both went, G-. I was like, no! Why? I love how you think I'm going to choose Jar Jar. Jar Jar! <laughs> you picked Hermione Granger. You picked Umbridge. It's not like... <laughs> The president of Spew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? No, I was going there. Um, two so, Game of Thrones, huh? So, yeah, two Game I, of Thrones. I did two 24s. I couldn't not do this. He was number four in Rolling Stones. Uh, greatest mostly, TV villain. We mostly went with TV presidents. Yeah. Or TV politi- it's politicians. True. I think it's just because there's more depth there. I mean, like in Air Force One, I really want to go with like Harrison Ford for best because he is so pragmatic. He's tough and everything, yeah. but there's not enough there. No. He's he's a good president though. I, I like one of the, Harrison Ford's one of those people also that I'd be like ah, I might consider him for president even though he has no political background. Right? Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm going to use that later. Anyways, <laughs> Joffrey Baratheon, horrible. Even if you haven't seen the show, you should know what this kid looks like. I mean, this this kid is the biggest punk. I feel so bad for him because I think that people would just Jack see his face and punch him in the face. So I was, I was reading up on this because everyone thought that he was basically being punched in the street. He's actually quit acting at this point. Yes. He's doing theater acting After now. After Batman Begins, he just couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, everyone's like, that's the new Robin. No, wait, he's the worst kid on TV. Yes. And not because he's a bad actor. 
He's great. He's a fantastic actor. Wait, he stopped acting because... No, he just done. He didn't, you know, he doesn't like the typecast sort of thing. And he feels like that's not really his thing. In fact, he auditioned for like a nice character, like someone in the background. And when they saw him, they're like, that kid is the best punk we have seen. He is playing one of the greatest villains. He's basically the Malfoy where you just look at him and you're like... Oh, Malfoy doesn't punk. stand a chance with this kid. That's true. Um, so nerd alert, <laughs> his, his secret service, detail. Malfoy versus Jeffrey <laughs> go. That's a future show, right? <laughs> so his, uh, secret service details led by Sandor Clegane. Wait, I like how both of your picks for president have no concept of modern technology. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Ned Stark. Oh, for, uh, oh, for vice Jeffrey, president. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he, his secret service agent is called the hound. He's very good at what he does, Yep. but he was burned as a child. Um, so Joffrey is charming. When he needs something from you, he'll be very charming, but it doesn't last very long. Because remember, DeSansa, he was very, very charming, and then it just kind of went downhill very, very quickly. Bad vibe there the whole time. Uh, he's very cruel to animals. Yes. Yes. Humans and animals. Uh, he, if there was a woman with sh- uh, dog food in the shopping cart, he would definitely say no. <laughs> uh, wait, so did I. Um, Throwback. He also, you know, to put it lightly, he treats women poorly. Yes. Let's uh, just keep it there. Yes. And he's, he thinks women have weak hearts and constitutions. So I don't really think he's going to get the, the, the female vote. But <laughs> somehow, not. you know, they kind of rigged the election here and right. Joffrey wins. So for my, my ticket, it's, it's Baratheon Baltar. Wow. Isn't that awful? Yeah. And yours is? I, <laughs> I'm Binks and Umbridge. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's someone I would finally vote for our current candidates over. Wait. No. Jake. <laughs> no. Stop it. We're not getting finally political. Jake, No. That's it. That's it. Okay. So there we go. That was an interesting show. That was that's, <laughs> that's Bacon Zelda's politics. Uh, You're welcome. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> you guys, you know who we're, you should have brought up? Hmm. Well, I can't remember his name. What was that guy from The Apprentice? We no, should have him, right? Stop it. What was that guy? Stop it. I'm going to cut reality, off the show right now. Reality stop TV, it. right? We're going to cut this all out. Reality TV counts. You agreed to it. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I you didn't say any names. I didn't say any names. It's like Mark Simpson right there. He goes right there. Uh, no, but if you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter, or you can find me at Quick Wits. They perform every Saturday night at the Midville Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the Quick Wits Facebook page. Also, I found a new review on our iTunes. We watch our iTunes page like every day for new uh, five-star reviews. So if you we, want... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I did today. Yeah. And we have a new five-star review, so I was pretty oh, happy. Well, so talk about that. if you want to go give us a five-star review, just like a bacon cell <laughs> uh, Hickory Smoke Pop Culture yeah. on iTunes and yep. give us a good review, because then we'll be found more. If you just search for bacon sale, you'll find us. But yeah, yeah the more reviews, more ratings, get us more visibility, and it helps us out. If you want to find me and maybe dispute my choices, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Kenny3DD. You can read my movie reviews at ShowtimeShowdown.com and see me on TV on KJazz Channel 14 every eight, Friday at 8.30 a.m. Yeah, do make sure you go online and give us your own picks for yeah, best Yeah, let us know worst. who you would pick, yep. and it's probably going to be Bartlett. And are our choices better no, no, no. <laughs> I, I don't want any political discussion in the comments section either. Okay, good oh, call. Yeah, good, good luck call. with yeah, that. Because yeah. it gets real. Please no. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Let's avoid that. Don't do that, guys. All right, you can find me on Twitter at Jacob A. Rogers. So until next time, ask not what your podcast can do for you, but what you can do for your podcast. Hail to the chief. He's the chief. We all say hail to... Dear Daddy, I write you in spite of years of silence. Hello, how do I sound wise? You looked great as always. You know. <laughs> Especially Joel. Thank you. Wait a minute. Thank you, Jacob. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ken, you were there too. What is this mystical wizardry of internet? Pretty fracking crazy. What? What? 
What? This is a mystical world? What happened? There's a lot of nepotism in the strangest possible way. <laughs> Some intense nepotism. <laughs> we are great. intense nepotism. <laughs> Everyone is dirty. Andy has kills. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Has she been in politics? She was president of Spew. Do you want to marry this woman? Come on, baby. Do the Let's twist. do the twist. <laughs> Take me by my little hand and go like this. Yeah, I was president of the Chivalry Club in my high school. You Nerd. Joel. And how Hermione got in Chivalry Club, because I don't know. <laughs> what did you say? No, that's the Sh- Chivalry thing. Chivalry? Ooh, I'm Shivering Club. <laughs> chivalry. Or worse, expelled. Frizzy hair means bad hygiene? Sh- n- yes. <laughs> you racist. This- Whoa! <laughs> She's a filthy little mudblood. Whoa, did we say her agenda? The Glalings. We need to invest in wolf skins. <laughs> Show me that smile again Show me that smile Don't waste another (laughs) minute on your crying We're going to the end The best is ready to begin Your geekiness amazes me (laughs) So Ken's Uh, making it real It's it's a better case I'm not cool with that Never mind, I'm an idiot David (laughs) David 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 I would leave Alan Thick for President Palmer. Come on. I was going to make this joke, but I'm not going to. <laughs> we just giggled at the word duties. Two duties. <laughs> that is embarrassing. <laughs> for you two. <laughs> Maybe a new love for bacon sale. Yes, well, I guess we can bring him up. That's fine. George W. Bush won. She actually held political office, not just the president of SPEW. No surprise there. They're all evil dumbheads. Back off the biblical name, hate, dude. Outlawed from America. Because I'm an idiot. Wait. No, J- Jake. <laughs> no. Stop it. We're not getting Finally political. <laughs> Jake, no. The penguins are doomed. <laughs>